what uh, what do you have? What's another influential song for you? Fiona Apple. Ooh, Criminal. Wow, did not see that one coming. She's so good. In. She was there recording. She was. She was there with uh, John Bryan, her producer, and I. I gave him a ride home, and he took me into his house. He showed me his his studio. I remember he he knew that I I guess he knew I was a musician. He probably had a piece of gear that I was supposed to take back to the studio or something. But he took me in, and he had this uh, like a console and stuff. And he goes, "When I had an artist that I knew was going to go like gold or platinum, I went to the label. I didn't ask them for money. I asked them for this equipment right here." And he just starts talking about how he negotiated his home studio with the record mm. label for his first artist as a producer, John Bryan. I don't know who that first artist was pretty, interesting. pretty ingenious, uh-huh. you know, to, if you think about it, like, would you like $200,000 to print? No, you know what? Buy me this incredible. I want, I need a home studio because oh. he figures they could probably get a deal on it anyway. Right. Like he might get more for his money. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. he knew that he could turn that, he could turn that into a profit. Mm-hmm. So the record, so the record label, built this awesome studio at his house in Los Angeles when he was an unknown. And that was his payment for his first artist, which I just thought was brilliant. Begs the question, why is he at Conway then? Uh, can he not why, get why is he what? Them? What was he doing in, Con- in Conway Studios? If he has Ocean, Way. Studio? Ocean Way. Ocean Way, sorry. Ocean Way, yeah. Different, uh, different iconic right. studio. That's okay. <laughs> um, oh, the, the, the studio world is not logical like people will record in rooms because they are magical they'll record mm. in rooms because elvis was in that room they will record in rooms because bono and you two record in there like there's not people aren't like oh I, I have the same equipment at home so i'll just do it at home like you want to be in this environment that something really special where something really special took place uh but yeah i mean o- ocean way um everyone's recorded there like wow. going back to the the beginnings of the music business, you know. So literally for the vibes. Uh, yeah, the vibes. That, yeah, in a <laughs> nutshell. In a nutshell. Thank you. For yes, the for the vibes. Speaking of quintessential yeah, I mean nineties goodness. Her lyrics, her poetry, her words are they're so they're second to none her use of like um metaphor and stuff is so good what i need is a good defense because i'm feeling like a criminal it, it part of it is the music is so good mm-hmm. the combination in certain instances in music of the the melody and the lyric are greater than the sum of their parts and this is one where these words and that music and that piano and that beat together mm-hmm. it's like because the chords are so it's just like a lot of like just real choppy kind mm-hmm. of playing mm-hmm. uh and the drums are real tribal and simple but uh you have that weird like mellotron keyboard mm-hmm. melody. so it's a lot of simple stuff going on but it's so much bigger than that when you put it all together i think Saw at an award show where she she went up and she said, "You know what? This is all bullshit." I think I remember that. You remember that? Was and that, was that even like MTV? Like something she should not, like should not have said that. I have no idea, but I mean, it was it was she said it, 
Yeah, I, and, I, I do kind of remember that, yeah. And you, no matter what era we're in, people, a, a huge portion of people, they just want you to say thank you and get off the stage. Yeah. I'm not I'm not one of those people, but, <laughs> but generally, you start talking, you say this is bullshit, you have a something you believe in or you try to share your your feelings with the the audience at an award show. A lot of times people they get outraged unnecessarily. Uh but yeah, and and so she was clearly a smart a smart girl. Mm -hmm. It might have been the same show where she quoted Maya Angelou. Oh, that, I remember that one. But Chris Rock who I love. I love Chris Rock. He's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um he was hosting <laughs> and uh he got he, he was like he was making fun of her. He's like <laughs> what's this what's this little white girl doing quoting Maya Angelou? Mm. And I remember even watching that even as a kid going well, just leave her alone man. Like she really she she's pay, she's actually paying Maya Angelou a compliment. You don't have to like make her feel bad. Plus she was so young. Mm. Uh uh, Fiona Apple and I never saw her again after that. Huh, and, I, oh. and I and I always wondered if like she went home from that award show and was like just this. I'm not going to be, you know, because you know what it's like to be made fun of when you're in high school. Imagine oh, you made sure. fun of. Imagine yeah, you're made fun of by like one of the biggest it's comedians in the world at an yeah. award show. It could totally ruin you. Yeah, emo yeah, emotionally, and she just disappeared. You know, from the spotlight. I mean, she's a great talent. Like I don't know, finding out that Britney Spears was 16 in that one more time video. And she was and just she a, was child. a child. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like that happens a lot. Yeah. Everyone loves Britney True. Spears now. You know what I mean? Everyone loves her and she deserves it. And um, yeah, advocates yeah I her. wish her all the happiness in the world. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. I don't want to hear it.